You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Listening to Unapologetic, and I am Stacy Smith. I hope you guys have had a great week. And this week, I am joined by a very special co-host. So, Rayshawn is not in the studio today. I know you guys are going to miss him, but we have a really great co-host today. So, I hope you guys will be happy with the co-host that we have today. <laughs> and I refer to him as Hot Rod, but we'll just call him Rod tonight. How you doing, Rod? I'm doing great. Good, good. So we have a very interesting uh, topic tonight, and we're going to be talking about marriage, but specifically we're going to be talking about why you aren't married. So this is more geared towards the ladies, because there's so many ladies out here that want to know why they're not married. Is it me? Am I doing something wrong? So we're going to get the guy's perspective, and we're we're just going to talk about it. And we're also going to get Kate's input as well. That's our studio engineer. So, you know, Kate always has her opinions on what we talk about, and she always gives great (laughs) feedback. So I am definitely looking forward to this conversation tonight. But first, let's get into our celebrity and entertainment news, because that's what we do. So... Kylie Jenner, as well as Kendall Jenner, have been getting a lot of backlash on the internet as of lately because they just released a new line of t-shirts and it features different celebrities and icons on the t-shirts. For example, Ozzy Osbourne, as well as Tupac, Metallica, Pink Floyd, and Notorious B.I.G. The problem is their images are also on the t-shirts as well with these iconic figures. And the internet is not too happy about it. And also the loved ones of these iconic figures are not too happy about it. So the Notorious B.I.G.'s mother, Valletta Wallace, actually put out a post saying that she did not approve of these designs and that she's not happy that they've used their images on these t-shirts, as well as Sharon Osbourne has also expressed that she's not happy as well. So what do you guys think about Kendall and Kylie using their images on these t-shirts with these iconic figures? I think they definitely needed permission first off. True, true. Yeah, because good chances are they don't own the images. They don't own the right to just put whoever's face they want on their stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I think also a lot of the backlash is because of the poses. So I'm going to have to find some pictures for you guys so you can see exactly what it looks like. But they're like in seductive poses. Like Kylie, for example, she appears to be like half naked in one of the images Mm. along with Tupac. You know, it might be one of those Kardashian uh, publicity schemes. I mean... Could be. Let's do something outlandish just to cause controversy. (laughs) Well, I will say that Kylie 
was very apologetic as well as Kendall because they did issue statements uh, saying, quote, these designs were not well thought out and we deeply apologize to anyone that has been upset and or offended, especially to the families of the artists. We are huge fans of their music and it was not our intention to disrespect these cultural icons in any way. The t-shirts have been pulled from retail and all images have been removed. We will use this as an opportunity to learn from these mistakes and again, we are very sorry. So, they realized they messed up and they apologized for it. So, yeah, it wasn't a good look on their part. It wasn't a good look. All right. So moving on to our next story. So Diddy, you guys know Diddy has a lot of kids, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's offering advice to rapper and businessman Jay-Z because Diddy is the father of twins. And so he said that Jay recently reached out to him for his advice on being a father. So Diddy actually appeared on Late Night with Seth Meyers, and he revealed that he passed on some, you know, parenting advice to Hove. And he said, quote, Jay's usually the one that gives me counsel, so I was so happy to give him counsel on this. The thing that I said is that you really have to be prepared for double the love. He continued, quote, you're used to getting love from one child, but when you get this incredible love from two kids and their twins, it's truly a blessing, and may God bless him and Beyonce and the family and everybody out there that has kids, period. But what's really, really fun is to have double the fun with twins. So you have twins, Rodney. Mm-hmm. So what is it like raising twins? Um, it's, I guess you could say it's like double the fun. But, you know, I don't think what people realize is like with any child, they have their own personalities, you know. They, you know, they have a lot of things in common, which may be like sleeping habits. You know, one might not sleep well unless the other one's around. You know, I mean, as far as twins, I can say. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's just like any other kid. Are they double the trouble? Well, I have a girl and I have a boy. So my girl, Leah, she does what girls do and he does what boys do. So... Um, do they get in trouble at the same time? No. But they can be a handful when they're together. Okay. When they're working against each other, I would say. <laughs> As a preschool teacher, I had two twin girls in my class, and they used to parent trap me, like, all the time. They were identical? They were identical, down to, like, you could tell, like, the shape of one's face was, like, they had, like, a softer face. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they had, like, even moles in the same spot. And I'm like... Wow. And their parents would send them in matching outfits. Of course. <laughs> I used to put, like, a sticker on one's back when they came in in the wow. morning. I'm terrible, I know. Oh, hilarious. hilarious. But, yeah, they were they were definitely double the trouble, but <laughs> they were double the help sometimes, too. <laughs> now, what I can say is when they um, started school, okay, it was a little behavior problem because Aaron, okay, knew he needed to be near his sister. So he would cause trouble in his classroom to get in his sister's classroom. <laughs> and they actually switched him. And what he would do is he would get his way with his sister because she kind of acts like she's the older one, even though he was he's the older one. And she helps him. Well, you know, girls are more mature than boys. So, right. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she has to just take on that leadership. So, you know, other than that, I mean, it's, it's, it's no trouble. Well, I'm excited to find out the sex of the twins, of Jay-Z and Beyonce's twins, because they have not revealed that as of yet. So... 
I'm excited to know what the sex of the twins are, so we'll look forward to that. And as soon as we find out, we'll make sure to report it. But moving <laughs> on to our next story. Okay, so we've talked about this one, Unapologetic. Lala Anthony and Carmelo Anthony are currently separated. They're kind of going through their little rough patch. But they haven't talked about it publicly. There's been a lot of speculation that he allegedly got a stripper pregnant, and that was the cause of the breakup. But no one has actually said in terms of their camp why they have actually broken up. But Lala actually appeared on the Wendy Williams show, and she said that they're currently separated, but... They have not filed for divorce as of yet. So basically she said that they're still trying to figure out some things, that, you know, marriage has its ups and downs, Mm -hmm. but she has not filed for a divorce as of yet. So she said, quote, not right now. There you know, marriages are filled with ups and downs. You know it. We all know it. We're just going through a rough time right now, but he and I are the best of friends, and our number one commitment is to our son, Cayenne. We have to set an example for Cayenne. And then Wendy went on to ask Lala. She said, it seems like Carmelo wants you back. And Lala firmly agreed, shaking her yeah, her head, saying, yes, why wouldn't he? So I agree. Lala has been looking really, really good lately. Like, she really has, like, I mean, she's always been a beautiful woman, but she's really been showing out on social media in terms of, you know, her, her sexy attire and, mm-hmm. you know, just looking extra nice. So, you know, shout out to Lala. Make him miss you. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, show him what he's missing. I'm sure he does. Yes, yes. But I'm rooting for those two. I'm I'm a huge fan of them both. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that they work it out because they've been together for 12 years. And I was just hoping that they would be the example of, you know, the athlete with the, you know, actress or entertainer wife that made it work. Because we always hear about athletes, you know, breaking up and you know, divorcing with their significant others. And I was just hoping that this one was going to stand the test of time. So only time will tell, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, since we're going to talk about marriages this evening, I guess that was the perfect story to close out with, right? I think so, right? Yeah, it was. Nice segue. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So we're going to take a quick break. So our music is themed tonight centered around marriage because that's what we're talking about. So... Don't move. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk about why you are not married. We are back on Unapologetic, and that was Bruno Mars with Marry You. And it's the perfect song because we're talking about why he won't marry you. Okay, I know that was a bit harsh. But, ladies, I know you guys want to know out there. Well, not guys. Ladies, I know you ladies want to know why you're not married. And we're going to talk about that tonight because I actually produced a documentary on this subject. It's called Will I Ever Get Married? Because there are so many women out there that really wonder, will they ever get married? Because it seems like it's not going to happen. And ladies, I understand. I have felt that way myself time and time again. And I've even asked the question of why am I not married, right? I feel like I have everything together, and I know so many other women feel like me. So we're going to talk about why I'm not married. Are, are, are you married, Kate? No. Why you're not married? Why, why so many other women out there are not married? So we're going to talk to our co-host and expert in the studio. Because, oh, expert. Yeah, expert. I think you're an expert <laughs> because guys are always asking you for relationship advice. So right, you must right. be doing something right. Uh, well... I don't look at myself as an expert. Why, why do you think people always ask you for advice when it comes to relationships and how to communicate well, with women? 
Um, well, I have been married mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, How long were you married? Uh, almost 12 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, you were married, so mm-hmm. obviously you're divorced. Correct. So it didn't work out. No. It but didn't. you did walk down the aisle. I did. So tell me, why did you select her to marry? Was that your first and only marriage? So yes. Okay. Yes. So why did you select her? What was it about her that you said, this is the woman I want to marry? Well, at that, at that time in my life, I felt that I was complete. Okay. And feeling like you're complete and knowing that you're complete are two different things. You can feel like you're complete and you can just live Okay, knowing that you're complete is a totally different feeling. And I think that I started to see signs that it wasn't complete for me. I started seeing little things where I didn't feel the same as I did in the beginning. You know, and part of it was because I felt as though I jumped into it. Okay, but why did you marry her? That was my initial question. It was why did you marry her what was it about her that you said okay this is a woman i want to marry i felt as though she was the one and why did you feel that way what was the feeling what did she do because the ladies out there they want to know like what do guys think when they're ready to get married what are they looking for well what i do know is this um what i didn't do before was when i talk to everybody we talk about deal breakers okay Deal breakers is what something that you totally cannot deal with when you're with the person. Mm-hmm. I I believe I don't give I don't care what type of relationship you have. If there's some deal breakers and you try to carry on with that relationship, it's not going to work. So, are you saying she didn't have any deal breakers and that's why you married no, her? I didn't. I didn't see the deal breakers in the beginning. You know, I didn't. I, Listen, I was okay, young. Because you, you're not answering the question. Is it me, Kate, or is it like he's deflecting? Like, I just want to know, what was it about the woman that you said, I want to marry her, right? Because the women want to know, what do guys think when they get married? What are they looking for? I mean, Kate, can I mean, what do you think? <laughs> I, to be honest, I think the marriage thing is a little overrated in some ways, just because it's why does everyone want it so bad that they're willing to just rush into it and not actually take their time? Like, that's that's the thing. And especially with young people. I know people that I went to high school with, and they were married within, like, a year and a half of graduating high school. Mm-hmm. And now they've had, like, kids, and they're separated or getting divorces mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're not – you're, like, barely mid-20s. What are you doing with yourself? Well, I also think that society has us, like, in our minds, we've been taught that you have to get married at a specific age. That's what you're supposed to do. You're well, supposed it's not, to. It's not the old days. We don't all die at age 15 now anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> 15. Well, it's not what it used to be back in the older days. That's why people would marry so young is because they had a shorter lifespan. Right. Now we have a longer lifespan. We now have the option not to rush into things and to take your time and actually get to know someone instead mm-hmm. of being like, well, this relationship's pretty good. Do I want to take a risk of being alone for a long time? No, we'll just we'll just do this. And then it doesn't work out. Okay, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to ask you. Okay. Why did you get married? 
I could say I thought it was the right thing to do. I could pretty much say that. Um, Did you feel pressure, like she was just discussing, like from outside resources or society telling you that this is what you're supposed to do? In in, in some ways, I felt pressured because um, I was heavy in the church at the time. And, you know, the um, I guess what everybody perceives is, you know, you're with somebody and you're living with somebody, you know, you should be married. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I could say that was part of the, of, of, I don't want to say that was totally a hundred percent why I got married because I did love her. We right. did have good times. Okay. And I did feel as though, okay, this is the woman that I want to be with for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But throughout the marriage, we did have issues, you know, and I, I, I'm, I'll be the first to say that a lot of them could have been my fault, you know, before I put the blame on anybody else. But also, I did get married young, too, which goes back to what you were saying. A lot of things I didn't experience, you know, just being single, mm-hmm. you know. So when you have problems and then you have that outside force where, you know, you can really do what you want to do. And being young, I think sometimes the principle of marriage you can forget about. You can get away from. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is, you know, the, the, the building of trust, um, just that whole being with this person, traveling, this is the one I'm going to be with. I mean, it was different for me. I mean, it really was. I can't say that mentally I was ready. Okay, so let me ask you. What do you think that most guys are looking for when they're looking for a wife? Um, a trophy wife. That's what most guys want? Most guys want a trophy wife. Most guys want that woman that's just everything. Okay, so describe this trophy. What, what do we need to do to step our game up to be trophy wives? <laughs> well, first of all, I, I think a lot of women fail to get to know who their man really is and what his needs are. Okay? You can be one way and, you know, be this beautiful woman, and every guy wants that beautiful woman, but can you really fulfill his needs? Okay. And, and I think now, that now, now needs can be a lot of different things. So exactly, but also on the flip side, you guys have a lot of things that you want from a man and that you expect from a man, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, on the same token, we do too. You guys are quick to say and put the pressure out there of what you guys want. We kind of just like kick back and just see, like, okay, I wonder if you know she has this or she has that, or you know what I'm saying? That that's me. But I feel like. Things have changed because so many women are desperate to get married that a lot of them put their needs to the side because they're so focused on getting a husband. I want to be married. I want the ring. I want to be able to have kids. I want to be able to live like my friends. I want to, you know, and I think a lot of the pressure is what they see on the outside, meaning their friends, their family members, Mm -hmm. social media and society, basically. So let me ask you a question. Do you feel like that's healthy for a marriage? No, no, because you should be marrying a person based on love, mm-hmm. based on communication, mm-hmm. how you feel about that. Well, communication person. is a big deal. Absolutely. And I think it's important that you guys are on the same page in terms of what you want. You shouldn't be getting married just because you want a ring or you want a big, fabulous ceremony and a reception. Mm-hmm. No, you should be getting married because this is the one person that you feel like is your soulmate, your helpmate, your best friend, that person that when times get hard, mm-hmm. you want them by your mm-hmm. side. Well, you know, communication could cure 
a lot of things. So I could say um, probably 100% of divorces come from lack of communication. Because if you can communicate to a person how you feel, I think that gives your partner a chance to correct it. You know, but if you don't communicate it, then you just go through a marriage miserable. And I think everybody should go through marriage counseling, okay, mm-hmm. before they get married. Because even if you don't have any problems, it's good to understand how to attack those problems if they occur. Okay. Now, I recently spoke with a friend of mine who said that he has two friends that are getting married. And when he asked the question of, okay, so why are you getting married, you know, why now? Because these people were known for being players, you know, so it's like, wow, <laughs> they're finally settling down. So he's like, you know, why are you guys getting married? Like, this is a big step. You guys have always had all the girls and now you're ready to, you know, just okay, give it so you So this is two guys you were talking about. Well, there's two guys. So I, I talked to a friend who mm-hmm. was talking to two guy friends of okay. his. So both of those married. guys are getting married. Both of those guys are engaged. Okay. They're about to get married. And they have both have the same response. And it was, well, they both put up with my bull. <laughs> Okay. So it was like they found two people that put up with their nonsense, Mm -hmm. their bull, and they're like, all right, well, I'll go ahead and marry you because you're not going anywhere. I've cheated on you. I've done all of this stuff. And you haven't left. I'm just telling you what he said. Okay. Now, I I don't know if, you know, they have cheated on them the entire time that they've been in relationships, but. It was more of, well, she put up with all of that and she didn't go anywhere, so she's loyal. She must be the one. She like, that's kill the you mentality. Sleep one night. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, that could be true, you know, but on the flip side, you have to understand women. I'm not saying I'm an expert on women, but in all actuality, you guys are real smooth, you know? I mean, you can say, hey, um, she's put up with all my cheating and all my bull, but you don't know what kind of skeleton she has in the closet. Maybe she's way smoother than you and she's accepted you for who you are and she did what she did, but, you know, you guys stuck through it. And but he doesn't know. Because let's keep this real. Most men cannot handle the thought of their woman cheating. Oh true. God, that's so true. True. So I don't know too many men that take their women back well, after we, cheating. We, we, I don't we, know that. Think many. about it. I'm not saying they're not out there, but most men cannot handle the thought of another man being with their woman. Think about it. Since since we were little, what were we taught? Women, girls are sugar and spice and everything nice. Boys are what? Frogs, snails, puppy dog tails. I mean... Come on. We don't expect you guys to do anything bad. But you guys are like cats. You know what I'm saying? We're dogs. We go out pissing the open. You know, you guys have a litter box. You do your thing and cover it up. We never know. See, speaking of covering up, I feel like something a lot of people do, too, is especially in the very beginning of relationships, you're trying to, you know, give your best impression. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I feel like some people represent themselves wrong of who they actually truly are and they kind of you know lie a little bit and Mm -hmm. they put themselves in this lie they change like who they are just like even just a little bit doing that can really eventually just like destroy what you were trying to create in the beginning, like, you can't go 10 years and be like, yeah, I love sports. <laughs> right. And then right. finally there's going to be one day you're going to snap. <laughs> and like, no, I agree because I actually was guilty of that. When I was younger, I was trying to be what I thought the guy wanted me to be mm-hmm. until one day 
this one particular guy I was dating, you know, I just, I was, I was so nice and I was just so, you know, patient and tolerable and all of that. And then one day he said something to me that I thought was really disrespectful and I snapped. He's like, whoa, Whoa. (laughs) who was this? Where'd this person come from? Because I had never shown him that side. And that is who I am. If I ever feel like I'm disrespected, I'm always going to, you know, stand up for myself and defend Mm -hmm. myself. But he didn't see that side of me because I wanted to make it seem like, you know, oh, I'm just so sweet and I'm so nice and I'm so kind and calm and I never get upset. And then he saw that side. And obviously he wasn't prepared and it didn't work out. (laughs) But after that happened, I realized I'm going to give a guy all of me, the good, the bad, the ugly, the crazy, everything. You're going to get it all. (laughs) Because if you can handle it, then I know Mm -hmm. we possibly have a future. True. But I do think, like Kate said, most people, they go through that representative stage of trying to be who they think the person wants them to be, Mm -hmm. and it never works out. So that's why I always tell people, 90 days. People tell you who they are in 90 days, just like a job, right? You don't Mm -hmm. get your benefits and all of that until Mm -hmm. after 90 days. Mm -hmm. You have to be the same way in relationships. And I'm not just saying this because of the 90-day Steve Harvey rule, because this applies to more than just, you know, sex. This is more of... You have to see who a person really is because mm-hmm. they're going to show themselves. I guarantee it within 90 days. Well, you know, I think you need a little more than 90 days. Really? I really do. I think after two years. You, two years? I think after two years. months? I think after two years, uh, you'll really know right. what you're dealing with. Okay. But no one has time for two years. Okay, wait a minute. No. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like in the beginning, that's what's called the honeymoon stage, whether you're married or not. You're going to do what you you're going to show your best to keep that man. He's going to show his best to keep you. Okay. But after a while, you know, you guys start getting comfortable with each other and then you really start to understand who your partner is at that time. 90 days. Okay. I, I, I see a little bit, but to really, really know a person, I, I would say two years and to really, really get to know a person you would really have to live with them. And that's just being honest. Cause that's where a person is most comfortable Okay, you know what? We're going to talk about that. We're going to take a break. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about whether or not you should live with your partner before you get married. And if that could be a reason why you're not married. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. DMC. We are back on Unapologetic. And that was Jagged Edge with Let's Get Married, the remix. And it's the perfect song because we're talking about marriage and we're specifically talking to the ladies out there who want to know why they're not married. And you know what? I got to be honest with you guys. It's a little uncomfortable for me to say, you know, ladies, why aren't you married? Because like you said, Kate, why does it have to be so much pressure for the woman to get married? Why does she have to feel like she's not complete or something's wrong if she doesn't get married? To be honest, it's just that's the way society is, is women are supposed to get married and have children and take care of a family and do all this stuff. And it's just that's the stigma that people have towards women. It's been mm-hmm. like that for ever and ever now. And it's just it's honestly not fair. And I feel like it totally changes the mentality of women, too. Like when they go out, they're constantly like, maybe I'll meet a guy tonight and all this other stuff. And they're not focusing on other things like you should try to make friends Mm -hmm. before you consider someone to be anything more than that. It's stop looking for a husband and Mm -hmm. look for a friend. 
lights. Like, that's the best advice I can give I agree. someone. I agree. And you know what, ladies? I would say just go back off of what you just said. Focus on you. Focus oh, on absolutely. you being good. And what I mean by that is making sure you're good mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, all of that. Make sure you're good first so that when the right person comes along, you'll know it and you don't fall into the whole trap of, I didn't know what I thought because you were in desperation. I feel like so many women get into these situations because they're desperate to have a man. They're desperate Mm -hmm. to get married. Mm -hmm. And they look back after they've been in a relationship or married and they're miserable. And it's because they had no business being in a relationship in the first place because they were not well themselves. Would you guys agree with that? I would agree with that, too. And I would say some people just rush into relationships thinking, like, a special woman, like, I can change them or we can work on this and fix Mm -hmm. this. You shouldn't want to go into something with someone thinking, I need to change part of who they are. Right. You can't change Your intention should be to grow with that person, but not to change them. I agree. And that's don't settle because you think you can change someone. Mm. Like, that's not how it works. No, I agree. Now, speaking of settling, before the break, we were talking about living together before you get married. And a lot of women Mm -hmm. settle with just living with their man because Mm -hmm. they're like, well, we're not married, but at least we live like it. But what happens is (laughs) a lot of women don't get the ring because they're living like they're married. So the guy's like, well, she's doing everything a wife would do anyway, so why do we need to get married? What's the rush? I don't think that's the case. I think that a lot of women should take advantage of that situation, and they should know by that time when that guy comes and says, will you marry me, you would know to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you had time to live with this person. You had time to see how this person lives, how they act, you know, you really get to know a person when you live with them. So you feel like every couple should live together before they get married? I'm not saying that. I mean, most couples spend a lot of time at their significant other's house, right? Mm-hmm. You know, some people never go home. Some people stay with a person long enough to say, hey, you know what? I've been at your place so long. Maybe we should look into moving together. But Well, why not just get married instead of saying, hey, why don't we move in together? Okay, why not get married? Why get married? Well, if you feel like this is a person that you want to be with all the time. Okay, but I'm asking you again, why get married? Because society says because you live together, you must be married? Well, yeah. Or is it because you feel like you're at a certain point in your life when you need to be married? Well, this is the thing. Everyone is different in terms of how they feel, mm-hmm. when they should get married, and you know, so forth. For me personally, mm-hmm. I have always wanted to be married before I lived with a person. Right. And that's because I didn't want the guy to get too comfortable, like I said before. Where he's like, well, what's the rush of getting married if you know we're living together? And that's because I've seen it so many times. I've mm-hmm. seen women that were in relationships for 10 plus years with a guy, and he had no intentions on marrying her anytime soon. And it's like, okay, come on. If you've spent 10 years with a person, if you don't know by now... Maybe they're not the one. Just saying. If you don't know. Okay, that's true. That's a long time. That's a long time. But I saw that growing up. I saw that. So for me, it was like, nope, I'm not living with anyone unless I'm married. Because that's, you know, what I saw. I saw a lot of women that, you know, unfortunately got the short end of the stick when they moved in with their significant others. But I don't know. That's just my personal experience. So. Again, everyone's different, but mm-hmm. you do think that it's 
a benefit for people to live together before they're getting married so that they can see you know I mean? the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Like I said, you don't have to live together, but I mean, to spend the majority of your time with that person, wake up next to that person, really kind of check out how they're living, I think that has a big deal on Yeah, you need to make sure that you can coexist comfortably exactly. outside of just hanging out. Like, you know that, like, you can form a schedule together that right. kind of works where everyone's happy and that you're okay with each other in your free time and mm-hmm. the at home and the downtime. I think it's a good idea to have like at least somewhat of a trial right. before you go ahead and get married because what if you're like, oh, they're great. I love hanging out and doing stuff. And then you guys get home and you're like, we can't even talk with each other. Like, yeah. Or this person is messy. I can't deal with the messy person. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. so many different, you know, things to it. I mean, you don't know. And the whole thing about marriage is you become one. So how could you become one with a person when you don't know how they're living? Exactly. Okay. Good point. Now, let me ask you a question, Rod. How long, because you mentioned two years, you said Mm -hmm. it takes about two years to really get to know a person, Mm -hmm. right? So how long do you think a woman should wait for a guy to propose? I don't think I can put a time on that because um, a guy has to feel comfortable. He has to know that this is the woman that I want to be with for the rest of my life. Okay, if he doesn't, then he's just bulling around. You know, why would... I just say, okay, I'm going to get a ring and do this and do that. And I'm not sure that this is the woman I want to be with. So I don't think I could put a time on that. So you don't think you can determine, like, how long it takes, like, for a guy to at least know that? No, I don't think I can. No, and I think it depends a lot on how much time the couple actually gets to put in together, too. There's a lot of people who live run just, like, busy lives. Mm -hmm. And you don't have the time to sit there and, like, see someone every night. Sometimes you just get to see them, like, maybe a couple nights a week. Or, you know, you're just exchanging, like, a phone call on the like every night or something and there's like the whole long distance thing Mm -hmm. I think it depends a lot on how much time you actually get to spend with someone too and how much you get to actually go through together okay all right now let me ask you guys this and and Rod I'm gonna ask you first Mm -hmm. why do you think so many women are not married what do you think is holding them back from being wives (sighs) that's a good question um. Oh, well, I mean, how many women nowadays are actually in true relationships? What do you mean by that? I mean, just I, I, I guess I would say your friends. If you can name friends, are a lot of your friends in really? Well, most of my friends are either married or in serious. Okay, let's say those like who are not married or like long term relationships. I think the only I don't re- have that many friends that are not married. Okay, my thing is this. Women who are not married, I, I, I think it's a certain age group, okay? I mean, if you're young, and I want to say from the age of 19 to I'll give you 27, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that mentally you're ready to get married at all because it's just so many things you want to experience and do. And I think that if you get married early, then you miss out on those things. And then you get married and those there's some things that you want to do, but because you married, it's almost like, well, no, I can't do that now. I got a mm-hmm. wife. I need to go home. You know, so I think part of the reason is people don't live their lives. People don't get to understand their partners. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm, I'm a firm believer that you should be really, really, really good friends before you even consider getting married. No, I agree. I always say that you should marry your best friend. And that's not always true, but... What do you mean? Like, I feel like you can fall out of love with someone, but you won't necessarily fall out of like with them. And what I mean by that is, if you genuinely are friends with this person, mm-hmm. and you genuinely like them and enjoy spending time with them, to me, that helps in a relationship, and in a marriage, because... You can't wait to go home and tell this person about your day. You're looking forward to seeing this person versus being like, oh, I have to deal with her nagging again or I have to deal with him <laughs> right, talking right. about this dang on whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, but when you like that person, mm-hmm. it's like your best friend. Like, you can't wait to spend time with them. Right. But I think a relationship to ve- should develop into being best friends. You understand what I'm saying? You have a best friend. Because you and that friend maybe grew up together or you've known well, each no, other. No, no, what I meant was you should become best friends. Oh, well, you know, that's the total goal right, of being with a person. Right, no, okay. I'm not saying you should literally go out and marry your okay, best okay. friend. My bad, my bad. <laughs> but you should get to know your partner like like there's a best, like they're our best friend. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I you agree. should definitely try for friends before you ever oh. try to look someone in the light of relationship-wise. Because if not, you're going into this relationship expecting so much more and you're just trying to push things instead of just taking the time to actually get to know someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. So you really didn't answer Mm -hmm. the question the way I thought you you would have. So I'm going to try. What are you looking for? So I'm going to try to tell you women out there from another woman, woman to woman, why I think you're not married, okay? So, I think that one of the reasons um, why is that some of you are just too picky. And let me be very clear when I say this. I'm not telling you to settle. I'm not telling you at all to settle. But you do have to compromise a little bit because you're not perfect, right? No Mm -hmm. one's perfect. And I feel like there are so many women out there that want things that they can't even measure up to be. So if you're not equally yoked, Mm -hmm. how can you really have all of these demands? So, for example, if you make $25,000 a year, why are you around here saying, oh, well, he has to make a minimum of six figures? Well, you don't. So why should he have to make a minimum of six figures? But I think... Well, a lot of women have unrealistic expectations. Like, that that's just an example. Or you want him to be, you know, a certain height, and he has to, you know, have a certain body build, and he has to be this, and he has to be that. Well, what makes you think that he wouldn't have those same requirements as well if you're looking for a man like that? So my whole thing is women really take a look at yourselves first before you have all of these demands of what you feel like your man or your mate should be. Because if you can't meet at least 50% of those that you require, you may need to look at that list and scale back a little bit. Well, this is the thing. It almost goes back to, like, um, what you said earlier. Um, everybody should be married if they live together. That's how I take that, what you, what you just said. Because No, I didn't say that, though. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't say that. Well, I, thought I didn't say everyone should. Well, I'm sorry, society. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So society says everybody. I'm sorry. Society said everybody should be married. I mean, you got to look at it that way. Really, to me, that's how I look at that. I mean, well, what does that have to do with 
why women aren't married. Are you saying that that's one of the reasons they're not married is because they're not willing to live with their partners? Well, I mean, take a look at what's going on right now. I mean, really, the majority of women now make more money than men. I mean, should we feel a certain way nowadays because you guys are making more money than us? But a lot of men do. Well, I don't. Do. I mean, I don't understand why. I mean, it, everything should be equal, correct? This is Well, this is what I'm saying. I think that a lot of women, like I said before, are too picky and judgmental. And all I'm saying is I'm just going to put it all the way out there. Mm -hmm. If you are, you know, not in shape, you don't go to the gym. You Mm -hmm. haven't hit the gym a day in your life, but you want him to have a six pack. You may be a little unrealistic here. True. I'm just saying because a gym rat usually wants another gym rat. True. So if you want that type of man, you need to be in the gym. Mm-hmm. You need to be like him if you want that type of man. Or if you want a man that makes six figures, then you need to be on your grind. And I you agree. need to be working hard to make six figures so that you can put yourself in the pool of those types of men. Because people that make that kind of money don't hang out in the same circles of pe- people that make $25,000 a year. Okay, they just I don't. I agree. So... I'm just saying that sometimes women do have unrealistic expectations. I'm just going to say it. And you and I talked about certain men that have unrealistic expectations because we're talking about a specific person Mm -hmm. that we tried to match Mm -hmm. that was not willing to comb his hair, Mm -hmm. get a haircut, shave, (laughs) but he wanted a Barbie doll. How do you expect that? Exactly. That's true. And it's not it's not build a bear workshop, okay? It's not build a man workshop. You can't just list off all these definite needs and then expect them to actually be someone you get along with. You want someone who has the same interest as you too. Mm-hmm. So that's I totally agree with that. And then another aspect is you want someone who has the same interest as you, which means they probably live a life similar to yours. Exactly. So you should try to look for that and not just try to be like, I want a better life, so I need a man who's, like, better off and everything. Don't focus on that. Right. My whole thing is if you want a better life, you go towards that yourself. You go after being better for you, creating a better life for you, and that guy will come along. Because, like I said, if you make a certain caliber of money, you're in a certain type of pool. And so if you get to that point, you're going to meet those types of men. But you're not going to meet those types of men in whatever environment that you're in Mm -hmm. making $25,000 a year. You're just not if you have a requirement of having a mate that makes at least $100,000 a year. Just not. Just saying. Just my opinion. Unapologetic. Just saying. Okay. Don't don't, don't judge me out there, guys. I'm just just trying... (laughs) To keep it real with you, and I'm trying to tell you why you could not possibly be married. And ladies, I cannot stress this enough. Stop looking for a man to validate who you are. So often we look at our friends and our family members and, like I said, social media, and we're constantly comparing ourselves and we think we have to have a man or a husband or whatever to complete us. No one wants an incomplete woman, okay? Have yourself together first, like Mm -hmm. I said previously, before you go out there trying to be in a serious relationship and you try to recruit a husband. Be your best self. And then when a guy comes along that you know 
does not meet your requirements, you will have no problems leaving him mm-hmm. because you know your worth. But so many women don't know their worth, and so they end up getting mistreated and tolerating something for much longer than they should. Just my opinion. Just saying. <laughs> Unapologetically. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. You guys got any final thoughts, advice, words of encouragement and wisdom for the single ladies out there that want to get married? Go out places you like to go. Do what you want to do and just try to make some friends on the way and see what develops from there. Don't pressure things. (laughs) And don't go out looking for a relationship. You're never going to find it that way. No, you never. When you look, you never find it. It's like it kind of creeps up on you and then boom, you're there. So true. Well, my advice is everybody, men, women, you just need to be exactly who you are. In the beginning, all the way to the end, and I think that will help develop. Yeah, don't a, misrepresent yourself. Right. It'll help develop a great relationship, and, I mean, furthermore, I think you'll have a great marriage. Okay. Just be you. Be who you are. Because eventually, I mean, you can fake it, you know, but it's eventually going to come out. Yeah, it's going to slip up. You're going to slip, slip out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to slip out. Well, if I had to give my final mm-hmm. words of encouragement or mm-hmm. advice— I would say, ladies, try something different. I think sometimes we get so caught up in doing things a certain type of way and you end up with the same result. So my mom always taught me if you want something that you've never had, you have to be willing willing to do something that you've never done. So if you've been doing the same things to attract men or you've been dealing with the same type of guys, then don't be afraid to try something different and switch it up because you may be surprised that whenever you decide to try something new and different, that's when that guy is going to appear and show up. So don't be afraid to go outside of your comfort zone. So that would be my final words of advice. But thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we appreciate you guys for listening. So Please tune in for our next episode on Thursday at 7 p.m. And you guys have a great week. Enjoy the 4th of July weekend. And we're out.